What's good, New York? You're listening to What the New York with Ed and Ari on WNYU 89.1 FM. I'm Ari, and I'm currently recording this in my childhood room in Shanghai, China. I'm here for the summer, and Ed is now in his Toronto home, and we miss you, New York. But we'll be back soon. So while I'm all the way across the globe, I have prepared a very special episode for you today. I recently had a great conversation with film director Laura Teruso. If you're a rom-com fan, you might have heard about Laura's new film About My Father, starring Robert De Niro, Kim Cattrall, and Sebastian Meniscalco. It was released over the Memorial Day weekend and is now still in theater. Laura is not only an NYU alum, but as I found out, she was also a news director at WNYU in her time, which is now my position. So I had a great, meaningful conversation with her, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, so congratulations on your film. Um, I went to see it. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I think it's really funny and and witty and just really a really wholesome story. So let's start by telling us about the movie. You know, what's it about? Why should people go see it? Sure. So the the film is called About My Father, and it is about Sebastian Maniscalco's relationship with his. Sicilian immigrant father. Now, if you're at all familiar with Sebastian's work, a lot of his stand-up revolves around his family and especially his dad.、Um, and so, the film kind of pulls from their relationship, and、um, and is really about Sebastian bringing his father to meet his fiance's. Um, like super waspy family for Fourth of July Fourth of July weekend、um, uh, in at their country club, and it's sort of a clash of cultures movie, very much in the vein of like, you know, Meet the Fockers and the Birdcage, and you know, there's so many films, especially in in American cinema, that are about this kind of like culture clash. Um, so, so that's what the film is, and、um, it was、uh, sort of an incredibly personal project for me because Sebastian's father is a Sicilian immigrant, and my mother is a Sicilian immigrant. So, when I read the script, I just felt such an immediate connection to the world, the characters, and、um, I just knew that I I had to direct it, and so I put together a really、um, Thorough pitch, and I just pursued it doggedly. I'm so glad that he chose me to helm his story. Yeah. So tell us, like, how how was the experience like? Because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are one of the only like four women to ever direct Robert De Niro, and you're also, I think, the youngest woman to direct him.、Um, so what's that like? Just working with you know such a successful actor,、um, and just overall being you know a young woman in film.、Um, How has that been for you? It's been great. I mean, Bob is a legend for good reason. He's he's an incredible collaborator, and he's an incredible actor. <laughs> so,、um, what was really wonderful about this, and I feel like something I really learned from him was just trust. I mean, as soon as he felt like. I understood the story and the world, and and had this personal connection to it. And he knew that I could direct a film. He was he just trusted me, and sort of you know it that was 
it, it, there was never a moment where I felt any doubt from him. Like he, he was just a perfect partner and collaborator through the whole process. That's really cool. You know, you said that this film is really personal to you. I guess when you're directing, what's the process like? Like, where do you draw inspiration from? Is it from like your personal background? Um, you know, how do you, I guess, relate to the character, the main character, Sebastian? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a lot of it is drawing from my own background and history and kind of adding color to what was already there on the page. The film was was written by Sebastian and his co-writer, Austin Earl, and it was already, it had so much heart and and was so fucking funny. Like when I read it, I was like, this is hilarious and so heartfelt. It was a, it's a romantic comedy, basically between a father and a son. And, um, and I just, I loved it on the page. And then it was really about like, you know, elevating it. Um, and so, you know, there would, as an, as a director, the way, you know, the way I approach the work is I kind of look at the story and I'm telling the story through the main character's point of view. Like it's all about point of view, right? So, um, in this case, the main, the main character is Bob, is, is, is De Niro's character, Salvo. And so, in terms of camera and how I how I use camera, it's all about reflecting his emotional state at any given moment. So, you know, there's there's scenes where um, he feels a little unmoored, and maybe for those scenes where handheld and where, but but the whole for the whole film, it's like we're tracking his emotional journey um, and. That, uh, I guess, is something I learned through film school. And, 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 and what that does is, like, it makes the whole process so uh, intuitive. Like, I do a ton of prep because I'm a giant nerd. And so I, <laughs> I like, you know, shot list the movie with the DP and the locations. Like, I prep, I prep the hell out of it. And the reason I do that is so that when I'm on set, I can just kind of throw all that away and and focus on instinct and direct from a place of you know just just instinct and emotion and 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 give the actors the freedom to change things up um because that's that's where the best stuff is you know especially with comedy so um so yeah that's that was sort of how I approached the material and then it you know little things here and there like you know, I, I, I definitely, I always work on the script because uh, I, I started out as a writer. And so I worked with with Austin and Sebastian on, on the script and, um, you know, things like there, like there was a line where it was like, Salvo says something like, I haven't seen your, your ding-a-ling since you were a kid. And I said, oh, he should say Pichelino because that's what Sicilians say. So we just, you know, we should, so like adding those, those like bits of, of truth and, and like the language and the sort of, sort of those cultural touchstones uh, was was a huge part of, of my role. That's really funny. Um, now that you said that, yeah, there were definitely like a lot of bits from the movie that I was like, oh, like, yeah, like that makes so that's so funny because it's so like accurate. Oh, that's really cool. Um, 
my my boyfriend's family is is also Sicilian, Sicilian American. So I, I feel like I can kind of like relate to it as well as of like this, like Italian culture is such like a huge Im- immigrant culture, and I think this story. Um, it, it's an immigrant story, and I think I I'm an immigrant myself. So I, any like, I feel like stories about um, family and stories about one's roots and heritage always resonate with me. So I guess how do you feel about that? Like I think you know America is such a diverse country, and I think it's it's made of immigrants. So how do you think the audience can relate to it? I know it's not um, like it's a comedy, right? It's a lighthearted movie, but like. How does this film speak about identity? Yeah, I mean, like when I read the script, I felt I, I felt such that deep personal connection, and it reminded me a lot of Lulu Wang's *The Farewell*. You know, about being first generation, about sort of being torn between these two worlds, and um, our producers at Depth of Field, you know, the Whites Brothers also produced that film. So I so I knew I was in good hands like I knew I was working with people who were going to um to support me but I knew that this was like a much broader more um you know it's the studio version of that film so we had like certain beats to hit in terms of like a broad studio comedy you have these big set pieces um but but at at its essence like the heart of the film is is so universal I mean and and what was such a blessing about this is it's 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 essentially a love letter to my mother it's a love letter to sebastian's father it's a love letter to my mother it, it i love when films and i do this a lot in my movies because i make comedies you can kind of like get things right in the film that maybe you didn't you haven't gotten right in life like i've never had a conversation with my mother where i've been able to say you know thank you for all the sacrifices you've made so that i can be here and live the American dream. Thank you. You know, you don't have that conversation, but here I can make this film where I can say those things to her. And, um, and it's, and it's like, there's something really meta about this whole experience and that like, you know, Sebastian grew up in a middle-class Italian American family, as did I. And here we are like living out the American dream with this film that's paying homage to our immigrant parents. <laughs> you know, it's it's sort of like a real full circle um, moment for us. And, and so I'm so grateful to him for his work and for, you know, putting this project together because it, it's like, it's like the film I never knew I needed to direct. <laughs> like, it's like I needed it on, on a deep spiritual level, but uh, I, thank God he wrote it because I don't know that I would have sat down and written this film. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's that's awesome. Like what you said about um, film being the film being like what you can't say in real life. That's so that's really touching. Um, that's awesome. OK, so I also want to learn more about you. I know I was told that you were also and not only a w- an NYU alum, but also a WNYU alum. Yes, I was the news you director. Were, you were the news director. You you had my position. Yes, that is crazy. I was the news director. I um I had a show called Citywide 
that was a um a talk show where we I interviewed artists uh doing work in and around New York City and um so just like you, I would, you know, every week go see like a show and then interview the creators of the show or the writers or the actors or, you know, and um, it was it was such an amazing experience. I I got to learn so much about art and creativity and how things are made. And I had to meet all these brilliant artists like I interviewed like Reverend Billy before he was Reverend Billy. Like it was like. <laughs> Like, like just crazy crazy stuff um it was it was incredible and i i treasure my time at wnyu it was like it's like the coolest place ever that's <laughs> awesome oh my god i i have so much to learn from you like to think that like someone had my position um and and you are now you that is a crazy thing to me um <laughs> But that's really cool. Um, and you also went to like, you went to undergrad and film school um, at NYU too, yeah. right? I have, this is, this is so embarrassing. I have three NYU degrees. Yeah. <laughs> so the first was in broadcast journalism and radio was I'm my, also in broadcast yes, journalism. okay. It's such a great program. And like radio yes. was my love. Um, like I, I interned for WNYC, like that was that was the thing that I loved most. And then um, and then I ended up working for Getty Images, which is a, a film research company as a, as a film researcher. They, they do film and photography, but I, I worked as a film researcher. And while I was there, I really fell in love with the language of cinema. Like I, I was just watching like newsreels all day, like from, and like the entire, you know, 20th century is like on film. It's, 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 our history is like, we can watch it. It's, it's sort of amazing. So I really fell in love with the language of cinema and, and just saw its power, saw how it was used to shape culture and um, really fell in love with it. And so I started making short films and then I got a job working for NYU at a, an academic research center called the Center for Religion and Media. I don't know if that, I think it still exists. It's still there. It's, yeah, run, it's yeah, run, run by Faye Ginsburg and Angela Zito, um, or they, they founded it. And um, it was, uh, it's a, you know, it's a anthropologists and uh, religious studies professors coming together to talk about religion and media and where the, how the two intersect and how media itself is becoming a religious act. Uh, it was very ahead of its time. And I was just working with brilliant people, and we would I would we would host screenings and lectures. And um, while I was there, I got a um, you know because I worked for NYU, I had tuition remission, so I got an, a graduate degree from the Gallatin School because that allowed me to kind of piecemeal together all the different things I was interested in. So I got this degree in media, culture, and history, and I I made a doc a documentary uh, called The Last Butcher in Little Italy. Um, and, uh, and a short film that like was associated with my thesis, which was about the commodification of queer culture. And I, it was like, I just sort of, I had the like undergraduate experience that I didn't get to have as a broadcast journalism student, because I felt like a lot of times in broadcast journalism, you're, you're 
taking something wildly complex and boiling it down to like three lines um, because that's what news does. Uh, whereas yeah. in undergrad, what you're supposed to be doing is like problematizing the simplest thing, you know, and like making things more, more complex. So I, I kind of had that experience and I, and I started making short films. And so the short films that I made when I was in that, you know, working for NYU and, and at Gallatin were, um, going to film festivals. And so I would go to film festivals and I would meet all these filmmakers and, the ones who made the leap from just, you know, film festival filmmakers to career filmmakers were the ones who went to film school. So that's when I was like, okay, I need to go to film school. And so I applied to NYU. Uh, I applied to a couple of other places too, but I, it, you know, my partner at the time went to Columbia. And so I felt like I had that. And Columbia wasn't as hands-on in terms of just the yeah. craft of filmmaking. Like the graduate film program at NYU, I think is the best film school in the world because they, it, it, it instills in you that independent spirit of like, hey, we're gonna just make a thing. Um, and it teaches you the craft. So I studied cinematography. I learned, I was the sound GA because radio and sound for film are, you know, sound is sound. Like sound is not complicated and good sound is good sound. So like that was a, an easy trajectory. So I, I, I did sound, I produced, I AD'd. I mean, I just worked on sets in every possible capacity. And I met a lot of really uh, incredible, um, incredibly talented people in, in downtown New York in the independent film scene. I, I, sh I shot a few episodes of this series called High Maintenance that became an HBO series and, um, and just, just worked with some, some really, really talented people. And so while I was in film school, Michael Showalter was um, an adjunct professor there and he saw this short film that I made in my first year of film school called Hello, my, it was called Doris and the Intern. And it was about this older woman who kind of falls for the office intern. And it was silly and funny. And um, he loved it and was like, we should write something together. And so uh, like a year later, I, you know, I started sending him like 10 pages a week. And a year later, we had the screenplay for Hello, My Name is Doris. And, um, you know, we, we shot that film in LA uh, a year later with Sally Field. And that was kind of my big break into the world of like Hollywood filmmaking, even though that was an independent film, but it starred Sally Field. So it, it had a, a kind of pedigree uh, to it. And, um, and that was like my foot in the door. And then from there I, I moved to LA and, um, the rest is is history. I made a bunch of teen movies, <laughs> and um, yeah. So I, I I don't know if I just completely went off your question, or if this was the correct answer to the <laughs> to the question. No, I think this is this is amazing. I mean, it's um, like for me at least as a, as a college student, it's so like encouraging and inspiring to just kind of hear other people's trajectory, like how they you know, how they become who they are. And that's, that's really cool. Um, so what would you say, what is something that you, you know, learned from all oh, those years at NYU or, 
just like being a young person in New York in general, like what's something that you would want young people in New York now um, at NYU or not to know to kind of, you know, succeed, whether in film or in um, the creative industry in general or just in life? I mean, I think the the most important lesson I've learned is that all of the all of the things that you maybe feel ashamed of about yourself or you feel are weird about yourself or or you know those are your superpowers like those are actually the things that make you you <laughs> and those are the things that you should imp- like the key to a, a you know a creative life is is living authentically and i think it you know it took me a little while to 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 figure that out and to kind of marry all these different parts of myself and embrace all these different parts of myself and um and so and and the thing about new york is that it's such a it's a place where anyone can do that you can be anyone you want to be you know you can you can like it's full of people living authentically um and that's and that's so inspiring um i grew up in new york so i really took it for granted my whole life uh, i do, i don't think i really and i and it's interesting cuz like i grew up in a, a italian american neighborhood in brooklyn that was more sort of cloistered and and not as it's it wasn't the village you know like you're if you're if you're at nyu man you're in the you're in the village like the, the it's like a history of of just creativity and and being different and and so i just i loved my time at nyu i i i was there for like 10 years <laughs> as a student and then and then i worked there and then i went again to the grad film program um and I, those were the best years of my life i mean film school the, the those 3 years of film school at the grad film program were three of the best years of my life because I was finally embracing what it is that I wanted. You know, I think as as a child of an immigrant, I felt like, okay, I need to do something safe. You know, my parents were like, oh, don't go into film, you know, don't go into creative writing, don't like, please, you know. They were, they were like, journalism, that's safe. And the irony... <laughs> <laughs> of that you know it was it was like there's always this pressure to like do the safe thing to go into the safe field but no field is safe and ultimately if you want to live a good life you you need to be doing what you love because if you do what you love then you'll you won't feel like it's work it'll it'll just be you know like i'm still like wow i can't believe i get to do this like this is <laughs> This is amazing, but at the same time, it's it's a ton of work. It's a ton of pressure, and it's a ton of responsibility. But it's 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 what I love to do. And when I went to film school, it was the first time where I was like so truly happy because I was finally allowing myself to do this thing that I knew that I loved, um, and I just like I loved every minute of it. It was it was like the best three years of my life. Like 
I, waking up at 4 a.m. to go stand outside all day to shoot the MOS. Like, I was like, yeah, we're doing, I got my, you know, my sleeping bag coat. And I was like, let's go, you know, <laughs> like, it's just once you're doing what you love, it, it, all the other stuff falls away. Yeah, that's how, that's how I, I feel right now. I feel like, like I'm in um, broadcast journalism. So we, I don't know if it was the same when you went there, but basically we make like we make a bunch of short documentary style um, videos, and it's it's a lot of work, but it's also like the best thing in the world to me. Like that's that's kind of what I want to do and what I want to spend time with. So that's that's really cool. Um, okay, so the film uh, releases on May. 26th right so what uh, yes so what um what do you want people to know like going to see the film like what do you want them to take away from it what's what's like special about this film I mean ideally they bring their families it's it's a family-friendly comedy which like there haven't been many of in recent years like and so this is a movie you could take your grandparents and your parents to and like there won't be an awkward moment, you know, like <laughs> it won't be like, oh, um, and, um, you know, it, ultimately it's 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 about that parent child relationship, that most primal relationship in our lives. And I, I just want people to walk away feeling a little closer to their families you know, wanting to call their parents, wanting to hug their parents. Um, that's, that's, that's the vibe. Uh, that's, that's what it is. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it, it, it's like, for me, it's like a throwback to those classic American cinema films, like those depression era comedies, like Billy Wilder and Ernest Lubitsch and 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 Preston Sturges like these these kinds of films like Frank Capra um these films that were like feel good movies about um family and class like these are these are kind of perennial american questions you know they're 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 just this is a part of american culture the the, the culture clash because everyone's from somewhere else and so I, I want the, I think this is a movie that sort of everyone can relate to in some way. Yes, there you go. Memorial Day weekend about my father. Thank you so much. It's been really lovely chatting with you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And I think, you know, people at NYU or whoever's listening to this, but especially WNYU people will really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thanks, Aria. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.